Good morning and welcome as we continue our daily reading through the Bible. We're in the Gospel of John. Uh, today is Tuesday, the 13th of October, and we're in John chapter 4 today. We're taking a chapter a day. So we're reading about the beginning of Jesus' earthly ministry. Jesus began his earthly ministry about the time he's 30 years old. In three years about, he's going to end up at the cross and then the resurrection. Uh, but in those three years, he literally turns the world upside down. And, and the life of Jesus impacted the world so much, we still number our years after him. Uh, wouldn't it be just like God to, in just three years, uh, change things for eternity with us? He doesn't need the kind of time that we need to, to do things. Uh, in creation, he creates the world in six days. Uh, some people say, why did it take him six days? He could have done it in one second if he wanted to. But but the point being that God is all-powerful and that God could do things uh, much faster than we do. Uh, and we thank God for that uh, because we know our limitations. And again, we've been reminded about that so much. So in chapter four, we get into Jesus' uh, first co confrontation with the Pharisees. You're going to hear about the Pharisees a lot as you read the Gospels. You heard a lot about that. Basically, remember this. The word Pharisee means comes from the word to separate. And the Pharisees believed that they needed to separate from the rest of the world. Um, they, they couldn't associate with certain people, and, and they took separatism in that way. Now, here's the thing. We should be separate in the way that we live, the kind of morals that we have in what we believe. That does separate us from the world. Not everybody's going to agree with us on that. Not everybody's on the same page with that. But we are to be in the world, uh, spreading the gospel, sharing about Jesus Christ, praying and, and leading other people to know him, uh, that they might be separated from, from that world that's just going to lead to, you know, to death and to separation from God. Uh, but understanding, and Jesus gives a perfect, perfect example of that here in chapter 4, um, that while what we believe is separate, though our morals are separate and different from the world, we're to be in the world to impact that world. And where is Jesus going? Well, here he is in the middle of that world. Um, and here he comes through Samaria and meets a Samaritan woman. Now, just a little bit of background. Basically, the Samaritans were a half-breed. Uh, they were part Jewish background and part uh, part non-Jewish background. Uh, this happened, the beginning of this goes back to the later part of the Old Testament when uh, uh, groups of people that lived in that area uh, began to intermarry with other countries that came in there. Hence, they were called uh, uh, Samaritans. And and uh, the true Jews, the, the pure Jews, did not want to associate with them. And again, Jesus says, comes into the world and says, I've come for all people. I'm, I'm, I'm open to all. Um, in particular, that area that uh, that Jesus is in or comes to that area of Samaritan um, has to do uh, with Jacob and and Jacob's son Joseph. It happens to be that the the land that God gave that uh, J Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Um, that land is a, is a land of uh, where the Samaritans were at and particularly known for the intermarrying that they did, um, hence that area and hence that tension there. But here's Jesus right there, a great example of this Jesus coming into the world for all people. Um, he's the Savior for everyone, for anyone who will believe in him. Faith is the thing that sets us apart, and, and faith is what he's looking for. And we see a beautiful example of this both in, in the faith of the Samaritan woman and then later on of the man who has believes Jesus and is and his son is healed. So faith being that, that component you're going to look for. Jesus says to her as he comes to the Samaritan woman, he asks her for water. 
And she begins to question, bring up all this separation that she's experienced in the world. And Jesus says, I've come to give you living water. Now, the point being here, any any water that we know of when it when it sits, uh, it becomes stagnant. Uh, Jesus says, believing in him is like living water, water that's always fresh, that's always new, um, that, that's always beautiful. And, and we need him. Just as we need water to live, we need Jesus, we need faith in him uh, to live too and to live for eternity. And Jesus wants to offer that to her. But but right away we see um, this sin that begins to separate us from God. Uh, Jesus brings up with her, asks her a little bit about her life, and, and she says, I have no husband. And Jesus shows that he's... A, that he's uh, he's God. He knows all things. Um, he sees and he knows what what her past is like. But yet he's reaching out to her um, and he's trying to bridge that gap that sin has, has caused between us and God. And and he reaches into her and and confronts her with her sin, calls her to repent, and and faith begins to start working in her. Uh, she questions him whether he's the Messiah, uh, whether he's the Christ, um, which means the one that that God had promised from uh, the beginning of time. And and then that faith begins to grow in her. She actually goes back to her community and, and she asks people and, and, and uh, tells people about her experience right here. And people come out and people come to believe. Uh, it's incredible. Uh, people say, if you read later on in chapter 4, it says in verse, uh, in verse 30, uh, I'm sorry, verse 39, uh, that the people said that they believed because of the woman, uh, but now since they'd met Jesus and they'd come to Jesus, now they believe because of their own experience. But again, just as Jesus uh, referred to himself as living water, when the disciples come back to Jesus in verse 31, um, they want to know whether uh, they want Jesus to eat. And Jesus, uh, kind of like the same example of the living water, says he is that living bread. He is that uh, the food that he wants to give them is food that lasts for eternal life. So using water and food as an analogy for faith, um, just as we need both of them, we need faith in Jesus. We need both food and, and water to live in this life. Uh, we need Jesus. We need faith in him to live for yeah, for eternal life. So Jesus is bringing his disciples along with this and teaching them um, right along with that. And then we have the example of the Jesus healing the official son. And again, note the key is believing. Believed and trusted Jesus' words when Jesus says, um, your son is going to live. Um, so great example for us of believing him too. This is this is the impossible. This is things that we can't do on our own, uh, but Jesus can. And so we put our faith in him in all of our life too. So right now as, as we're living through this pandemic and, and we're seeing things that seem to be impossible, we know that we still have life. We have life eternal. Uh, that life cannot be taken away from us. We keep, need to keep drinking in and feeding in that word of God to find that hope amidst other things that are kind of tearing that hope away from us. And Jesus gives that hope. So I pray that peace and that hope as you dig in to John chapter 4.